folks, are we ready for another adventure on Internet Radio? This is the Andy and Amanda Show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you over there. Thank you. What a crowd. What a crowd. Yeah, what a crowd. What a crowd. Tough crowd. You know, it's a good crowd. What a crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Amanda? Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm good, my love. I'm good, my love. It's just, um... Just let everybody know, all our listeners, so they can understand what's going on with my voice. I've got a bit of um, a test infection, so I'm going to be doing my best right this show. You know, I love showing up for you guys and then doing this, what makes me happy, so I'm here. And, uh, yeah, how how you doing, Andy? I'm doing pretty darn good. But, uh, I'm not blaming anybody for that. Well, you know, good thing. <laughs> I yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing real. You know, everything's good here. Everything's good. We're hanging in. We're. Uh, we missed you Friday. We missed you Friday. You know, oh, we, uh, I missed you too. It was a great show. It, it was. It was a a very uh, good show. I think it was. Uh, you know, we really dove into the. Um, really spent a lot of time actually, and, and focused on that AMC uh, stock squeeze, the predicted. Yeah. Stock squeeze and, and also different things about the market, investing, the mechanics of a stock squeeze, how it all works, and you know created some illustrations about you know what, what a stock squeeze is, and I think it was pretty informative, <laughs> and I think uh, you know we got some good uh, good feedback, and yeah, glad that uh, we were able to do that, and we want to thank Van Dusen for stepping in for Amanda on Friday. Um, Absolutely, you know what? <laughs> it was uh, you know, and uh, we. Um, we did a uh, you know we did a good job, but uh, it did not produce a better life for people. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and how was your weekend, Mr. Kimball? Let me think. How was my weekend? What did I do this weekend? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, wait a minute. You know. Um, well, actually, I'm, I'm going back to Missy. I had I had some good. I went to some good restaurants this weekend. I went to some good oh, restaurants. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Nice. We had a, anything you can recommend? Yes, I can. I can recommend if you're in Los Angeles. I was on TikTok. I was just watching TikTok and you know mm-hmm. just watch scanning through some of the. I'm new to this whole social TikTok, Instamatic gram thing whatever it is I mean, all the social media things um it's all kind of new to me so i mean I don't, it's not new to me but i don't, I don't deal with it much so i was uh, introduced to tiktok and i started thinking it was pretty cool you know and i was watching tiktok you know scanning through the things and the a girl came on and said man uh the best brisket best barbecue brisket since i left texas even better than texas because like moist land she had picture of it how good it was and i saw the and i tiktok messages is this, is this you know, in LA, yeah, it's not where. Where she gave me the name of the place it was called Moe's. And remember, no. that, you're in LA. And you know what? Within minutes, got in the car, went down to Moe's. It's only six miles away, and ordered brisket. And I got to tell you, mm, mm, mm. it's really good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What did you have there? Uh, I had brisket good? and coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, but you did say brisket, right? Am I, I did. <laughs> what I have? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, oh, I, had, I had brisket. Uh huh. I did. Uh-huh. Anyway, brisket um, on a biscuit. Me. Yeah. yeah. And then also, I had this went to this amazing vegan restaurant, which I think is called Chin or something down in Culver City on Friday night. That was incredible. That was really good. I forget where else it was, but anyway, it's kind of that kind of that kind of weekend. So um, delicious. What's been so you had a, your sister's wedding was was terrific. I I, hear, oh, I understand. Yes, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heads up, everybody kind of had colds leading up to this wedding. So you know, everybody was like, you know, do you really want to be around me in this situation because the wedding's coming mm-hmm. up? We've got a cold. And mm-hmm. bear in mind, I want to point out to all our listeners, everyone had a COVID test just to make sure you know because we want to make sure mm-hmm. everybody's safe. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the common cold is still circulating, surprise, right? So, yeah, everybody was feeling pretty crappy leading up the wedding. And then we made the wedding happen, which was incredible. It was such a loving and beautiful experience. I just feel a bit sore throat and thought, oh, it's probably just from all the raised voices and stuff, you know, from being the DJ for the night. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it turned, out that it turned into a full-blown cold, which I obviously caught from someone in the family. 
Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's now gone to my chest, bless it. So I'm trying to work on that to uh, get that sorted. Well, you know, uh, I hope you feel yeah. better, and, and good <laughs> to have you, darling. Good to have Thank you. Back. Good to have Thank you. Back. So, what, what, is, what have we been missing? What's going on there? You know, we we have a, a, a pretty sizable listenership in the UK and throughout Europe. Oh, and also, um, mm-hmm. there's I think we have another another country came on board. I think we lost a country actually. We lost we lost for whatever reason. I can't explain what, but we lost Russia. Russia is no longer oh, on the board. Really? I don't know what happened or why, but we don't have, oh. we're not in Russia anymore. Yeah. Less. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we picked up okay. a couple other countries, but I'll get into that later. A small, little, small little country, but you know, it's always great to welcome new listeners on board our show. We're, we're about, I guess, 22 countries around the world or 23 and, um, and a significant, uh, audience who listens to the show um, primarily across North America and India and Germany and UK and Mexico and I forget where our big podcast listeners are, but we are available folks if you're listening live uh, 24-7 uh, on iHeartRadio and on iTunes and TuneIn Radio and Pandora and God, you know, it goes on and on and on. Chrome and Alexa, you can go to Alexa and say, hey Alexa, play the Andy Demander show and bam, you'll hear our show, you know. And, and That's cool Chrome. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And and <laughs> getting a, some great feedback, and our numbers are going way up there. And we want to thank everybody. Uh, you know, you know, heartfelt thank you. Um, oh goodness, yes. Now, I think seventeen Very months. So. Oh, and also, um, we we broke um, over a thousand downloads of our recent shows on um, uh, uh, po- the podcast. Over a thousand, thousand downloads. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. That's great news. I don't know why. We're doing something right. <laughs> I don't know why anybody want to download our show, but you know, hey, you know what I mean. I'm like, you know, Houston, we have a problem. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> humbling. It's very humbling to think that you know people want to want to listen in and you know, listen to us. Especially when, and, and especially when you know everybody gets back to us and says like, uh, ah, he's full of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You know, no I hear respect. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Okay, well, uh-huh. let me use the bathroom. That might change things. <laughs> Go ahead. We'll wait. No, 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 no. I'm not there. No. <laughs> Generally speaking, yeah, or you can take us with us. You can take us with us. No, no, excuse me. I think I'll pass on taking you to the bathroom with me. I'm very shy about that. <laughs> yeah, you know you both. I'll tell you. Hey, you know, um, so what? What are we? What's going on in the in the in the UK there? What's uh, catching wow. up to speed? There's some interesting things going on, actually. There's um, a bit of change of heart when it comes to the government with our vaccine passport. You know, that, that was going to be thing. It was talked about quite a lot in previous shows. And mm-hmm. So they've changed the rule now. It's for like, nightclubs and, and, and large venues like that. Excuse, there's a dog barking in the background, it seems. Excuse that noise. So, yeah, um, they've literally reversed that idea to do that. And a lot of people who are extremely vulnerable, mm-hmm. I've got, like, Crohn's disease and things like that, are coming forward and saying... Guys, you know, really, this is a good thing to have a vaccine passport. I'll know if I'm going to be around a lot of people that, you know, not taking precautions, having double vaccinations and stuff. And mm-hmm. so that's a, a big hoo-ha right now. I'm surprised they reversed it, actually, considering what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's this, um, and another thing to do with COVID is that um, they are going to give COVID jabs to those aged between 12 and 15. Um, mm-hmm. They've obviously given the green light. The scientists are like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. Um, and they think it's going to help with schools and stuff. So it's like the UK 14th medical officers are recommended all children aged to five and fifteen to be vaccinated against COVID. Well, we think that children are better than they should be given one dose of the Pfizer vaccine to help prevent education being disrupted. A uh, final decision on rollout will be taken by ministers in the four nations of the UK. Um, the UK has recorded 30,825 new coronavirus cases on Monday and 61 deaths within 28 days of a positive test. Um, and virus has said it only announced his COVID winter strategy um, on Tuesday. Settling it all out. So we'll, we'll see what he's going to say about that, how he's going to take us forward. That's going to be interesting. I heard that they're bringing in a new traffic light system for travelling abroad. Um, um, it's interesting how they're going to do that, I guess. I don't know how they're planning it, but they're going to be changing how that works. So I'm going to be following that. Um, uh, the other thing is um, the gallery cancer test. Have you heard of that? Apparently, it's a thing in the US already. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Um, so what it is, uh, they're going to be trialing in England 
um, mm. a test, a blood test that can pick up 50 different types of cancer before symptoms appear. So tens of thousands of volunteers are being recruited in a trial of potentially game-changing blood tests for cancer, and it's hoped that the blurry test can detect more than 50 types of this disease before the symptoms appear. It's a simple blood test that looks for the earliest signs of cancer, particularly those um, that are simply difficult to identify early, um, or for which there are no screening programs such as lung, pancreas, and stomach cancers. Uh, been developed by a Californian firm called Grill. So I don't know if you've heard of those guys. Um, and a test can detect subtle changes caused by cancer when patients have no other obvious symptoms. It works by finding chemical changes in fragments of genetic code, cell-free DNA, DNA that leak from tumors into the bloodstream. And signal does not mean that a person definitely has cancer. It just means that they might have cancer and that they will need to have some follow-up tests to check. Um, it's quick and simple blood tests. And it could be the beginning of a revolution in cancer detection and treatment here and around the world. So everybody's pretty excited about that. Um, so um, they're saying participants will be asked to give a blood sample at a local-based mobile clinic. They will then be invited back twice after 12 months and two years to give further samples. Half those taking part will have their blood screened with the gallery test immediately. However, others will simply have samples stored away to be tested in the future should go on to be diagnosed with cancer. Um, this is because the trial is what's known as randomized controlled trial. It also allows scientists to see whether significantly earlier among people who have their blood tested straight away. So, you know, this is um, a real positive movement forward with cancer. I mean, hmm. goodness. I imagine they might be reading that are going to be so thrilled and excited. Obviously, um, a lot of people do. You're, you're breaking up there, boy. You just broke up a little bit. A little, I didn't hear that last little part there. You're kind of, you're kind of just coming in, um, oh, coming over the double. internet radio airwaves here, a little, little choppy this morning. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Yes. Yeah. Well, five o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock there today. Yeah. Did you hear, did you by any chance hear that um, that the U.S. is going to hold a pre-trial hearing filed by one of Jeffrey Epstein's accusers against Prince Andrew? Um, no. Yeah, the, a U.K. newspaper reported that a Russian banker had tried to uh, donate a six-figure sum to the Future Kings Foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that myself. It's a, so it's a, a U.S. court's doing that. It, it's a, one of the. Interesting. Yeah, we'll follow that. We'll follow that. We'll yeah. Keep, we'll keep folks involved. What's going on with that? It's kind of kind of interesting there. Um, I just I just came wow. across my, my my desk here. It just just was handed to me. I'm like, hmm, hmm, good BBC news. Huh. Interesting. Um, there were okay. uh, hundreds of thousands of new COVID cases here in the United States and many oh around the goodness. world. The hundreds of thousands. Here. Wow. Uh, ninety about ninety is it? I think ninety seven percent of those cases are those who were not vaccinated. There are hospitals with 34 ICU beds and 30 of them are COVID patients. Right. And and, and that kind of percentage. I mean, in early, mid-June or so, early June, we were starting to see a decline. And in California here, we had a no longer, we no longer had to wear masks in, indoors if we were vaccinated and so forth. And you could go to the baseball mm-hmm. game and nobody had a mask and everything's tightening up right now because of of the huge, the, the significant population um, of uh, folks that are getting infected with uh, the Delta variant of COVID, and those people, 97% of which are, I mean, there are some breakthrough cases here and there, or and there are also some cases where yeah. somebody had a had a uh, got got a um, a jab and they're waiting for the second one. They got sick between the two. That's happened a couple of times, you know, maybe more than a couple, but but you know what I mean, a small amount. But all yeah. all in all, you know, if it were just if the folks that had not been vaccinated were vaccinated, the amount of breakthrough cases would be infinitesimally small. I mean, very, very small. It would be, you know, any anybody gets sick from COVID and dies, you know, from anything. I mean, it's tragic, of course, but but speaking particularly yeah. about COVID here, um, 
It's just a shame. And you're, I'm reading so many, so many um, recordings and, and YouTubes and news clips of uh, especially some of these conservative right-wing radio hosts, four of which were vaccinated and died. Well, not, excuse me, not vaccinated and died, of course, not vaccinated and died. Um, yeah. Who then come back and say, you know, I was wrong. 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 And uh, wow. it's amazing. We had the, uh, yeah. the, we had the, um, the 9-11 20-year anniversary uh, memorial um, over the weekend on Saturday. And uh, yeah. George Bush, of course. Um, 43, was spectacular when he spoke at, uh, in Pennsylvania at Tragsville um, and uh, talked about not just you know, international terrorism, but also brought up domestic terrorism, insinuating yeah. January 6th. And yeah. he couldn't have done it more eloquently. Um, he was fabulous. He was fabulous. And then uh, every single living president, except Jimmy Carter, who's 98 or 96, whatever it is now, who's but you know doing okay considering. But he obviously didn't travel. But every other living president um, attended um, uh, this uh, ceremony, except. Oh, that's beautiful. Except, except, except. Of course. Oh, mm-hmm. I wonder who. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Except, um, what's his I name? Let me think. Uh, let me think. For 10 points. I can't imagine who that would be. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, he didn't make it. He didn't go. And and, um, and, and, uh, 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 and it's unbelievable that there, will, there are still people that will somehow defend him. That that still love this guy. They, they're they hugging like, and kissing. Yeah, I mean, go, I just, <laughs> and I, it goes on and on and on, you know, just, you know, I, I don't know. Do you know what I heard? Yeah. And I, I can't back this up. I can't support this. But I heard that somebody, Tell I, I, I got to find this. I heard this, that many folks that if you ask why they supported Trump, they wouldn't actually be able to find why. They might tell you about the tax cuts, which... They, 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 they probably wouldn't get any benefit by it, but they think they did. Um, mm-hmm. um, some people's because, uh, say, because because, I like cucumbers. Can you, I'm the only one. I like yeah. cucumbers. Because, uh, you know, because <laughs> 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 cucumbers. I'm trying not to uh, laugh too hard today. I'm sorry, I'm trying to make you laugh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but anyway. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I, anyway, again, we're not going to, I don't want to go to this. We spent so much time. Let's, let's not do that this episode. We do have a, a, a guest joining us in just a short while here who's, um, we did. A, a Philadelphia, you know, I'm from, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. You know, I do. Or out, out to, actually the suburbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And, uh, although I've traveled a lot, lived in different places. Well, not too much. I probably, most of my life is spent in Philadelphia. I've only been out in uh, California for a cumulative total of about six years now and uh, wouldn't live anywhere else but but uh, i'm from philadelphia and uh, of course have great appreciation and very fond of the city of brotherly love and where i'm from and we have a special guest who's going to be joining us from philadelphia and not only is he from philadelphia but has this amazing business on south street um South Street, yes. being from the UK, and that, uh, you know, you, South Street is this amazing, it's got such a history, it's such a culture to it. It was like the hangout. It was just a song where all the hippies meet, South Street, South Street, way back when. Um, it was like, a, oh, that's cool. and all these different venues and theaters and hangouts and, and clubs yeah. and, and shops and, and, you know, restaurants. And it was just, and it's changed. It's, 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 and we'll go into that. You know, the history of South okay. Street, what's, we have somebody who's passed very, Prominent business in Philadelphia. <laughs> We're going to talk more about this gentleman and what he's doing in just a few minutes here. Fantastic. But it's really, yeah, it's great. Anybody time to get somebody in, in Philadelphia, I kind of get excited because, hey, you know, it's not <laughs> back there too often. But um, your stomping ground, your old stomping ground. <laughs> no stomping ground. Can we talk? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> Mm. That's so cool. No, I've been looking forward to chatting with this guest. It's gonna be so cool, so cool. Um, but yeah, fantastic. This show's going great so far. You know, I, I, you know, Monday guys, everyone who's been an old school diehard um, listener will know that Mondays have their hiccups sometimes um, with uh, 
uh, kind of electronically speaking and internet issues, but we seem to have nailed that a bit, haven't we, Andy? Recent yeah, we, we, oh, there was a period of time, going back, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, where every single Monday we, we couldn't get connected, there'd be a big delays, there'd be, I mean, every Monday show. And, and it's not like we did anything different Monday than the no. Friday show. We did nothing different. No. But, but for some reason, it was like the Monday curse. It was, was something. Yeah. It was really something. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> I want to talk just a, a few minutes here about, um, about, hmm, I don't care. Uh, Thank uh, you. Hmm. Oh, about that. Okay. Cool. Yes. Feel better now, Andy. I'm better now. Thank you. Okay. I want to talk a couple minutes here about um, the first ever, the first time ever, the Department of Justice of the United States of America is suing a state. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, they're suing, okay. the state, suing the state of Texas regarding um, their recent passing of an abortion law. Oh, okay. And, and we spent, as a matter of fact, oh, Amanda, I got to tell you this too, because this is interesting too. I was yeah. looking back over the statistics of our shows and listenerships and popularity. Ended up. We had a mm-hmm. long discussion last week, was the week before, it may have been a week ago. I forget. Maybe been last week, last mm-hmm. Monday. Uh, they all kind of blend together after a period of time. We spent a tremendous amount of time on on a recent show talking about the Texas abortion law, about problem pregnancies, about if we spent that same amount of energy talking about problem pregnancies, instead of doing that, just encouraging the use of planned families. If you want to have a kid, then plan that kid and be careful. If you don't want to have a family, just be careful. Everybody, it's not rocket science how how you get pregnant. And that show, that show that we spent almost a whole Hour and a half, right? Whatever it was, that show, I guess it was an hour, um, ranks amongst our most popular shows right now. As a matter of fact, it's at the top. Yep. Right. Yes, that show. This is true. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, that's, that's encouraging to me. That's encouraging to me. And, and because I know most who the, the demographics and the uh, ideologies um, of, I think, a majority of our audience is like-minded to to what we say here, what we think, and what our what our opinions are of the news, and and we just try to talk about truth and reality, and 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 keep integrity in line here, uh, and not say, oh, you know, extreme liberals or extreme right wing or whatever, because I think financially I'm pretty darn conservative here, but ideologically and and in terms of human rights and women's rights and, and, and keeping the government out of, out of women's bodies. I think I, I, I'm with that. I, I don't have a problem with that. Some people have a problem with that. No, the government, the government should just be inside a woman's body in their bedroom. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. happen to think so. And I think, uh, I'm still you know, raised by think, Yeah. And what's happening is the, and, and here's the interesting thing to me is that you're seeing, across the country in some of these red states and red jurisdictions um, that there, there, there's, you know, if you looked at the, the whole breakdown of the United States, the population yeah. of moderate or Democrats greatly outweighs Republicans, actually, in terms of popular mm-hmm. count. If, if, there were, if there was an electoral college, if the presidential elections were left up just a popular vote, Democrats would have won the last eight elections. Right. So, okay. Yeah. So, what's happening? So, the Republicans and and I am independent, just so everybody knows, and I've supported Republican candidates. So, I don't want you to think I'm coming at this from this angry Democrat candidate. I'm not. I've supported Democrat candidates. I've supported a Democrat. Uh, excuse me. I support <laughs> candidates. Yes, I have. But I've also supported Republican candidates, uh, namely uh, the, the last uh, gubernatorial election of of California, where I live. Uh, Gavin Newsom's a, a Democrat. I, I loved his ideas. I loved his thoughts. I loved his ideologies. And he had great things. And I'm and after I saw all these things, I thought to myself, who the hell is going to pay for it? You know, we're we're taxed incredibly here in California. Love love his thoughts. Love where his his, his head is at. Where his heart is at. Who's going to pay for it? Give me a plan of how we're going to get the money to pay for it, and then I'll go go for it. So I knew the Republican candidate yeah. wouldn't win. I knew that, but I had just yeah. to support that because I was against being taxed more, quite frankly. Um, anyway, so, so getting back to my point, 
is that because the Democrats highly outweigh Republicans and voters in jurisdictions across the country, the Republicans have come in and said, well, what, what can we do? Because, you know, we, we can't, you know, some people still think the election was stolen. It wasn't. But but I think most people now know, acknowledge that Trump lost the election. Well, how do we prevent that? Why don't we make it harder for Democrats to vote? Let's, yeah. let's see. Who, let's, let's look who that population is of Democratic voters. How can we make it difficult for, for many of them to go to the polls and vote? Why don't we close the polls at five o'clock? Why don't we cancel mail and ballot? Why don't we pull all the all the all the drop boxes out? And make it harder. Just make it harder. You know, uh, make it so people can't bring you food if you're standing in line for for two hours to vote. Illegal to bring you something to eat or drink while you're in line. Mm-mm, can't do it. That makes it harder for the wow. vote. That's how Republicans will, will win. Yeah, let's do it that way. Let's do it that way. And, and what, what um, I'm seeing is how come the Dems aren't fighting back? You know, mm-hmm. how, come we're not, how come they're just not fighting? I mean, you hear their ads, you see this. I mean, I get so many emails to, hey, you support this, this, this. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you've, then you say submit, and then they want your money. Um, you know, we, we can yeah. defeat this. So, you know, pay, 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 pay. You know, I want to see action, 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 action. Then I'll, you know, hey, anyway. So it's just across, you know. But anyway, to get, yeah, so the Department of Justice has sued Texas. Why? Because it is the federal, the, the, in 1972, it was decided by the Supreme Court, whether you like it or not, that abortion is legal in the United States. And you and I have discussed yeah. that in depth a couple episodes ago where I'm, I'm, I'm for very, 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 very early pregnancy termination or morning after pill. I, I don't see I'm, – I'm strongly against mid or late term. You know, when you have that baby's a baby in there, I'm like, nah, I'm a dad. I get, you know, we talked about that. But still, the Supreme Court passed a law that said abortion is legal. Since that's a federal yeah. law, how can a state then – we're, we're not, you know, our state law is just the federal law. Well, the state law, the federal law trumps the state law. That's just how it works. So hmm. this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. Yes. How that, yes. How that very much. Yeah. 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 But there's so many mixed feelings. I see so many celebrities as well putting their voice forward on Instagram mainly, you know, about this. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. James Vanderbeek keeps be in Dawson's Creek and many other movies. Um, mm-hmm. He gave a beautiful beautiful comment on it and he got all emotional um and you know i he's such a grounded down-to-earth guy he's got these real in-depth look on life and everything and he said at the very end of his his video i'm pro-life and pro-abortion because there are reasons that um women have an abortion specific reason that no no child who's been raped by their father or you know like an incest thing should have to carry that baby and give birth to it and to live that life that excruciating life reminder and um you know there's other other reasons as well that he put forward and i just think you know he gave a stunning um not a speech exactly but he just wanted to express his views and it really touched my heart and i thought you know you're the first one even yet that there's really like genuinely give something mm-hmm. solid to go on that supports both sides you know that mm-hmm. it's okay to be both pro-life pro-abortion um here's yeah. it this is back up this for a second this whole this pro who you tell me one person one person who's not pro-life well, exactly. so if you're not pro-life then you're pro let me think if you're not pro-life you must be pro mm-hmm. where's my jeopardy music here I'm thinking if you're not pro-life, if you're not pro-life, you must be, let me think, opposite of pro-life, let me think here, I'm thinking, thinking, got it, got it, pro-death, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> so yeah. this whole, they, they, they use these words, oh, pro, I'm pro-life, we all are pro-life, oh, goodness, you know what yeah. I mean, like, you know, quite perfectly killing people, that's, you know, that's, you yeah. Folks, women, couples decide to terminate pregnancies. So there could be several reasons, but one of them is because it was very, very unplanned, and there's no way this new being in their life could be appropriately accommodated. And many of these pregnancies are with teens. I mean, let's face it, let's call it the way it is, you know. So, 
So the, the again, and, and again, we, we spent a whole show on this, and I'm going to move on, but and also bring in our guests. But so everybody knows, if you want to have kids, plan for it, plan for it. If you don't want to have kids, be careful. Just 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 use birth control for Christ's sake. You know, yeah. that's how that's yeah. how we beat abortion. That's we mm-hmm. tack, we tack the issue at the at the cause. You know, we, if we go to the root and say, hey. If, if we can plan pregnancies, then we will have way fewer abortions. If we can encourage the use of birth control and get people just to think, 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 think. You know, I know, I know, believe me, we've all been there. You're, you're with yeah. the opposite sex and things move on and bum, 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 next thing you know, bam. And, you know, uh, you know <laughs> we all understand how that all works. We, we know, we, we know we've been there. Yeah. But there yeah. has to be a point where your, your head and your thinking and your mind trumps your physiological desires and says, whoa, you know, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, and if, if more yes. people did that, there'd be fewer abortions, period. That's how you fix it. Yeah. But we're all yeah. pro-life. Everybody's pro-life. You know, I don't get it. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, know, like, I couldn't right? believe my eyes. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, I'm trying. Because if, if you don't have sex, guess what? If you have sex, it is molecularly impossible to have a kid. <laughs> That's yeah, not going to marry, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move uh, right along here, but you know what they say about marrying. She is so, not the one. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to move on here, and uh, and I want to chime in, see if I get our guest on the line. Uh, Just, Justice, he's from Philadelphia, and let me see if I can hit the button to zoom in on here. And hello. Hello, hello. hello. Hey. Hey. Hi, Dan. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How's everybody How doing? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Aww. the... Uh, I'm enjoying the first half hour of the show. Oh, it's wonderful. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, first half, Andy, we got to get a drink. (laughs) (laughs) You and I I have to get a drink. I've been listening. We we have to get a drink. Oh, nice. I like that. I I, I sense some deep conversation coming from that drink. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. So how? So tell us, Just, uh, you're back in uh, you're in Philadelphia, and you have a, a yes, T-shirt man. company, right? In I right do, on, I South, do, uh, on South Street. Uh, yes, twelve twelve South Street. Tell us, Ooh. tell us about it. What tell are you us, doing? Come what on, spill the beans. Yeah, um, we want to hear about what, it. What I do is uh, I offer custom T-shirts, which is. A little bit different. The, the way I do it is a little bit different than any other custom shop. Uh, I always describe it as an experience. Because, Ooh, uh, I'm intrigued. Yeah, when you come in, um, basically people ask, the first question they ask is, uh, how does this work? And, okay. I, you know, I, I, I literally tell them, uh, you tell me what to do. You know, so it's, ah. it's, there's no limitation. You can come in and say, this morning, I, I feel like having a, a dragon sitting on clouds, breathing out fire, and you will have that in probably 15 or 20 minutes. And wow. you will be able to wear it out of the store. So it's, it's, it's a lot said. different than, uh, than any other T-shirt shop. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like you can go into somewhere and do that because, you know, limitations and all that. Sounds like you're you're right. breaking all those all those rules in that sense. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And right. you become extremely successful, right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Wow. Okay. It is, uh, uh, I, I I think because of because of I, I I took out the limitations, so people uh you know word of mouth travel faster than anything right now. So of course, yeah. That's right. Like the the most valuable thing you can have, word of mouth, better than anything else. Yeah, that's fantastic. Andy, you were gonna ask something, sweetheart. Yo, uh, how long have you been on South Street there in uh, in Philly? Uh, I'm approaching the third year. 
Oh, good for you. Good for you. Fantastic. Can you tell us about South Street? Because Andy was uh, talking about it a little and wouldn't really expand on it, but I guess um, as you're there, my darling, tell us about the uh, the vibe of that place. Well, South Street has, has always been the place that, that's like, uh, I, I can describe it like if you're in New York and you come to Philadelphia, yeah, the first place you want to go is South Street. If you're from anywhere oh, in the cool. country and you come to Philadelphia, they yeah. say, well, we have we can't leave unless we we've gone to South Street. That's so cool. I made a made of that place. I go. That's where I've been. I'm not going to buy it as well. But you're still. I'll be like, yeah, I need I need I need t-shirt. <laughs> right. So so where you're gonna bump into everybody. You're gonna bump into the tattoo crowd. You're gonna bump into the punk rock crowd. The hip hop crowd. Ooh, Everybody's nice. gonna be on South Street. So it's it's. South Street in itself is an experience. Yeah, I love it. Friday and Saturday nights, it was it was a mob scene down there. It was a great. There was a barbecue restaurant there. What's the name of that? A, I don't know if it's still there. A really good barbecue place. Um, and I'm going back years, years and years. I forget what it was called. Oh, too many years. Barbecue food. Oh my goodness, mm. yes. That, that I'm not sure of. <laughs> fifth, fifth, fifth and South. Is Jim Steaks still there? Jim Steaks. Jim Steaks is still there. With a, with Whoa, a line wow. around the corner. <laughs> Jim, Jim Steaks, uh, It's the Bibbles, uh, Tattoo Moms. They're all there. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. And what, what we want to do is, because uh, uh, Cornell, uh, who is our, our show coordinator uh, back in Philly, or near Philly, I guess he's in Delaware, or uh, uh, Cornell Butler, told me about your place and how unique your, your approach is and the quality of your work. And uh, and we said, yeah, get to get him on here and and get to get the word out about what you're doing and 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 how you go about uh, designing and producing these shirts and um, it's you know and you yeah, can do you you you, you, do, you can do large quant- uh, quantities too, correct? If somebody your business or profit and they said, hey, we I want don't... to get yeah yeah, so somebody do, come to your order several uh, hundred or, or whatever it might be. Oh, absolutely. I, I, people always come in and because the the perception with uh, t-shirt shops is I have to order this amazingly large quantity, and I always tell them, you know, I start with one. Mm-hmm. You can get one. You can get a thousand. It all happens. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay, so and, we want you to big up your business. We want to. We want you. We want to hear what you have to say about it because obviously we wanted to get you out there and, and I know because guys, this guy is a legend, his shop, his store, I say shop, over here in the UK we say shop, and I know a lot of people in the USA refer to it as store, so I'm sorry, shop. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I, like, I, I call yeah. it shop also. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. I do, I do. <laughs> every, every morning I'm asking my wife, what, what, do you have the shop key? I'm, uh, I'm all over the place, so, so she, 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 she keeps me focused, so she always has the shop key. Oh, bless her heart. That's great. <laughs> but it looks amazing inside. Like I'd be so impressed. Like walking past, my head would just turn twice to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna pop in there." Definitely, it looks incredible. Oh, so, what yeah. else do you do in there? Is it just like um, clothing, or do you do other custom things as well? Uh, I do. I've, I've done a uh, uh, towels, rugs, uh, mainly uh, t-shirts. T-shirts is my my number one thing. Oh, yeah. And the uh, the thing about it is, I, I, I'll give an example. Um, if someone comes in and they ask for, say, uh, uh, a shirt and they want the lettering, they say, uh, can you have that blue? Well, yeah. The thing is, because uh, we design on the spot, yeah. so you, you're welcome to, to join in the design process. And most graphic designers, they don't want anybody looking over their shoulder. I'm the opposite. I want you to kind of stand there and, and go over it with me. So a lot of the time the customer feels like they're a part of the design process. Yeah. And what happens with that is they might say, uh, make these letters blue, and I'm spinning the, the wheel, and they say, wait, wait, what's that on the way to blue? I like that. So Ooh, it, it, it's kind of a, uh, a thing that's stuck in my head where I call it on the way to blue. Which oh, means nice. you're a part of the process, and... You know, it's not like something you ordered where I said blue when I got blue. You said, wait a minute, what's that on the way to blue? That's kind of yeah. in between blue and green, and, you know, it, it becomes an experience. I like that. That's cool. 
I see that. You know, it's fun to talk about customer because, you know, I think some people get nervous as well because they got these ideas and they want to see it cool and everything like that. But it's like, oh, okay, so I'm going to hand it over to Brian someone who knows what they're doing and then feel like, hmm, how much of this process can I actually But that's great. I love that. I love that whole idea. Um, that's incredible. But you are more of a legend than just a, a business owner, aren't you? You think you're an author, a musician as well? Absolutely. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Those were... I would describe those, those are kind of chapters in my book, but they are they're kind of closed chapters right now. I'm, I'm not really okay anymore. But I, I, yeah. I have a yeah. I, I, I did uh, receive some success with with the both of those two things. Well, what okay. music did you do? What instrument do you play? Uh, actually, it was uh, hip hop music, rap music. Wow, oh, nice, pretty cool, nice. I've I've recorded with a. Uh, Artists like uh, Philadelphia Freeway, uh, the rapper The Game, uh, Lady oh, wow. of Rage, uh, did, 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 you, you chance, did you know a rap artist, Philly uh, uh, Beast, I think he went by the name of Street, Joe, Joe Stone. Ever ring him Street? Stone. He was no, Black, Street 20, Black Street 21, or Black Street, I think their name was, the rap group. Black Street, Black Street. I, Black I Street, yeah. Heard of Black Street. But he was the no, uh, no, I haven't had the chance to work with him. Yeah, he he actually, um, uh, you know, it's interestingly enough that um, my 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 day job, so to speak, is I'm, you know, people say, what am I doing on this radio thing? Because I play guitar, write songs, and tour and perform nationally in parts of Europe um, for 29 years now. That's my that's my main thing. That's what I that's actually how I make my income now. So okay. Um, and what uh, what and, and Amanda is also a musician. She composes music. Uh, I mean, ama- you, you, gotta, you know, forget what I do. I just pick the guitar. She does like these. Oh, uh, you, <laughs> I mean, you, come on, Amanda. Your stuff is incredible. She she oh, it really oh, is. You. She's modest, <laughs> but believe me, you hear her compositions because she uses all these synthesizers and these loops and these effects, and she creates songs with melody and composition and depth. And then she has lyrics that go on top of them. It's pretty amazing, and she composes it all. On I don't know keyboards and computers I have no idea I'm totally you guys really got that but anyway uh, so you get this so I was doing a uh, an album you know back in 2000 and this is 2004 or so and uh, recording with a studio um, in the Queen City area of Philadelphia that's where the studio was um, okay. Kyle, Kyle Ober was the engineer uh, and producer and he. Um, so I, uh, they called me up, and, and at this time, I, I lived on City Avenue, on the Overbrook and City Line, if you know what that is, in a place called Executive yep. House at the time. I'll never forget the high-rise. It was right across from, uh, you know, near St. Joe's. I, had, I loved it there. But anyway, um, so I was like a stay-at-home dad, and uh, my wife's getting her doctorate in New York, and so I was with my you know, kids a lot, and the pe- people who knew me in the music business knew that I also had a responsibility to that one time, just the, the, the one daughter. And uh, you know, Kyle called me up and said, "Oh man, we have to redo this guitar track that you that you laid or something." I forget what he had. Can you come down and just do something extra? So, yeah. So I got to pick up my kid from preschool at about uh, you know about three. So if I can get down there and get out, I can do it. But I got to get out of there. You know, I can't stay. So oh, fine, just come down. We'll go get you out of here. So I came down and I and they you know got the guitar booth and they got the headset mixing everything and the guitar sounded amazing. And I'm listening to it and the headphones. I'm like, man, that took me like eight minutes to do what they needed me to do. And I didn't want to leave. So I said, do you guys mind if I just sit here and just play for a little bit? And they said, if uh, if we can record it, uh, you you can fly, sure, we're going to record it. I said, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So so I went into this like very spacey, almost like James Taylor, Steamroller blues kind of, but a lot of space blues, you know, felt, you know, slow moving blues. I did this thing and and um, went back into the engineering room. We sat around, and listened to it, and uh, hey, he said, that's really good. That's cool. I said, well, thanks. It does sound kind of cool, doesn't it? Yeah. So then I went on my way, and that was the end of it. Fast forward, I don't know, four or five months. Um, I'm playing a show up. I think it was somewhere in New York or in Syracuse, and the engineer was up there at the gig, and we we're hanging out with the venue owners after the show. And he said, uh, "Are you um, you're right? You're going back to Philly after this, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, pop this in your CD player, you know, in my car on the on the way back, and she tell me what you think." I'm like, okay. So it was really hard in the morning. I'm driving back and I'm starting to get tired. I looked out at the seat and there's a CD. I said, oh yeah, let me pop that in. And lo and behold, when I pop it in, is this crowd, like a hundred people in a crowd and then this Stevie Wonder kind of voice popping over it. And it goes into this entire blues song 
with my guitar work underneath it all. So uh, yes, unbeknownst that, to that, me, that, that was the trap right there. They said, uh, uh, we have to record you. They, they, they knew who you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's what happens. Joe Stone, who, who was also one of your founders of Boys to Men, he went on to do Black Street. I mean, you know, he's, he's you know, an international touring artist. Um, he, um, he was doing a solo project in the same studio. So uh, he came in and the engineer said, uh, you got to hear this guy on the guitar. And so street, they call him street, listen to it. And he said, do you mind if I lay down some vocals? He said, well, just, yeah, go do it. He laid down 10 vocal tracks. So he does all the harmony. It sounds like a, like a church choir. And he's singing like, like, like Stevie Wonder. And um, so they pulled in, on, I had a backing band. I don't know if you remember in Philadelphia, a venue called Katmandu and on Delaware Avenue. I do. Okay, mm-hmm. my band used to play wow. there every weekend. We played Trenton and Philly. We played there every, every almost every weekend for a while back back then. I didn't like it. Six to nine piece backing band. It was really cool. And um, so they pulled the bass player. In, and this is all unbeknownst to me. They pulled the bass player in from my band. They, the engineer himself played harmonica and Street did um, all the vocals. And I just I'm just a guitar player. I'm just you know I'm just playing the guitar. And this song charted number four nationally in blues. And uh, and it was to my credit because I lay down the music, but all, I'm like the guitar player in the band. It's all street. And, um, right, and I got right. the credit and I just kept trying to pass the credit to street. And he says, no, Kimbo, no, Kimbo, it's yours. It's yours, it's yours, it's yours man. It's yours. You know, I'm like, come on. I mean, you know, anyway, this, right, I got right. so much that tune downloaded over half a million times. Wow. wow. Half, a million, half a million downloads. That's and, so uh, cool. <laughs> so that's, a rap that's, art, that's I, the, uh, the humility involved because it's, uh, uh, you sound like you, you're saying you really didn't know what you were doing at the time? No, I didn't. They did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Josh, I got to tell you, I still don't know what I'm doing. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> I, uh, actually, I, I, I did a record with, uh, um, there's a DJ in, in Philly uh, named DJ Miz, and, and he's a mm-hmm. uh, famous DJ, uh, Fresh Go Miz. So I did a record, and now I, I did this record, and I'm, I'm just like the, the bumbling idiot. You know, I just did the record, and I thought it was okay. You know, I did a bunch of records. So one, one night he called me uh, to the studio, and he says, you know, can you, uh, can you come hang out for a little while? And I'm like, sure. You know, this is Fresh Go Mid. This is a, a famous, uh, a world-famous DJ, so I'm... I'm in the studio, and, and next thing you know, he pulls out a big bottle of champagne, and he's pouring the champagne, and, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a little tipsy, and I started to realize, I'm like, wait a minute, is he trying to get me tipsy? So, oh, yeah. So now I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the alcohol, and, and he says, you know, that record that you did, I, I would love to remix it, and I'm like... <laughs> all of this for that like I'm, of course you can do it like this is first you tried to get me drunk to, to, to say yes and I'm like of course but you know it's like I had no idea that, you know <laughs> yeah. going on. so I'm, I'm literally I, I consider myself a village idiot oh no I kind of stumble into things and I have no idea what I'm doing but I focus and it works so, I, yeah. say, I think that's True, a lot of people. I'm just the same. <laughs> really you are, you know, this whole this whole radio show, which which came out of nothing, as of a conversation um, a year and a half ago, um, with now over 300 and some episodes and a worldwide audience. Just came, we we're not journalists. We're not radio people. We're not. We're I don't know. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Do we get average Joe's having to go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's totally. Uh, you know, unscripted. It's um, you know, we we kind of um, you know, it's like a raw show, and and people seem to chime. I guess because we we take the the news kind of we talk about it lightly, and and we've had people who call and you know you know when we during the political campaign when we really didn't think that Trump would be a safe bet for another four years, and we had people call the show and said, oh, you know, Hunter Biden, oh Trump, man, Trump, and 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 that's okay. You know, we we were like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. you know, but we weren't like, a, and you know, hey, what are what are we going, you know, what are we going to do, you know? <laughs> what, 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 
you know. Well, yeah, I mean, we cover so many things as well, don't we? I mean, we, we it's like being sat on a couch with each other, having a, a conversation as friends, and people seem to enjoy hearing what we, we're thinking about things and, and expressing, because we're also about people um, expressing, you know, right. yeah. about the world, what's going on, and, and people, and it, it matters, things that matter, mm-hmm. and very passionate about that, I think. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, I've, I've learned that when you don't know you're doing something, you do it the best. Yeah. It's funny because I used to, uh, one of my careers, I used to be an airline pilot, and when I was flying in, in bad weather, I used to tell myself the same thing. I can say that about myself now. It, if, I, if I tried to open a t shirt shop, I wouldn't have a t shirt shop. Right. But oh, okay. I, I kind of stumbled into it. Like, this is so organic. That you know, it's it's literally just organic. Yeah, mm. and I think yeah. that grows the best. <laughs> and that's that, you know. Um, it all, all comes down to um, it all comes down the to human it. element has been removed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your 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 custom shop, I mean, we've hit a time now, haven't we? That a lot more people are going for custom clothing. You know, with buying like labels, one thing. It's very cool, but now you've got like the whole YouTube revolution that's still ongoing, where they've got a lot of big YouTubers and they've got their, their custom clothing for their own brand and who they are, and they go into places yourself to get all their custom gear done, and then people are thinking, you know, that's such a great idea, I want our own custom look, and I think that's such a personal way of expressing yourself, and uh, a wonderful way to go, and yeah, and have you found... Like I, I, I have a... Uh... Yeah. I have people that, uh, you know, they they want to wear it for the night. It's not necessarily like a, uh, not necessarily like a uniform. It's, it's more of a, a, a spur of the moment thing. Like something yeah. may happen in the morning. Uh, you may see something on the news and want that on your shirt today. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you can come get. I love it. I love it. I love the whole custom thing. I really do. Um, because it is the true expression of yourself. A quote, whatever it is, a thought that you just had on your mind, an image that you just want to walk on around in representing. I think it's just, it's bad. I love it. You know? Right. And like the, I said... The, the thing about yeah. it is you, uh, you, can, you can't substitute the uh, the quality. Because most oh, people yeah. think of, uh, they think of custom shirts as, you know, some kind of like cheesy, uh, glued on yes. type of thing. When, when that's the yeah. first thing that comes... You know, I I, I use the uh, I I use the the same same printers actually as a Ralph Lauren would use. The only difference is they have about three thousand of them. I don't. Yeah. But you're gonna you're, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna get the same the same quality. So you know, I I had people putting on uh, a Just T shirt with two thousand dollars sneakers on, and they don't mm. feel any way about it. You know, because the uh, the quality matches. Like back in the day, um, whenever I used to think about getting anything custom, I was thinking, well, you know, the quality of the shirts was never that good. And, you know, that, that's because back then mm-hmm. a lot more people were just starting up kind of things and trying to buy cheaper stock, trying to get that kind of stuff done. And you've got all the different printing methods now and you can have stuff embroidered, which is epic. But, I mean, mm-hmm. back then it, it just wasn't to the level that it is now. And now you just get you get quality, like you just said, and it's just absolutely amazing. <laughs> And that's the thing right. is, it's great because, and there's so much clothes that come yeah. in from like uh, from like manufacturers like uh, the Chinese. Yeah, like the Chinese, oh, okay. for example. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, and, and there might even be there might the be Japanese are involved here. No, I don't. I don't oh, know okay. about that. Yeah, but but it's just good <laughs> to see good American quality, good American business, Philadelphia based. Um, you know, we talked about Santa Fe Cornell, who's, who's kind of put this whole thing together. Um, we never give him enough credit, but uh, modest guy, isn't he? But anyway, Cornell uh, Butler put this whole, introduced to Mandy and I. Uh, and we, none of us have ever met. We've never met. We've never met. Um, but anyway, um, we talked about getting, uh, Cornell talked to us about getting uh, jackets or Andy and Mandy uh, show uh, shirts, you know, uh, you know, items that we can put on our website that we that we can just wear and whatever, and you know, we, it would be great to be able to, right. to do that. But you could you could do something like take 
take our logo and do whatever you know you could customize or do whatever you might to put it on a make it look nice on a on a piece of clothing correct on a shirt or a jacket whatever the case might be correct uh this is sounding like a verbal contract well because you know especially me i i i need you know you know the chinese I need, you know, for example yeah yeah i'm i'm you know oh, oh you need the chinese okay yeah. that's, that's fine on me yeah. I need clothes. I need clothes. I'm trying too much, and he wore sloppy clothes and spoke bad Russian grammar. That's the beauty of what I do is that we all need clothes. So yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care anyone says custom is the way to go. Definitely. I need to check out your oh, store. Yeah. I've come to study. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> custom is the way to go, people, okay? Custom. <laughs> be you. Express yourself. Go out there. Be you. Say what you want to say. Just tell you what to look. Just, just what is your what is your company a website? What's the website? Uh right right now you can find me the my actual website is still being constructed because okay. um what what I'm doing is I'm trying to recreate the experience that you have in store where you'll be able to design in the way that you de- you can design in store. So that that oh nice. a process. So mm-hmm. yeah, of course. It, uh, Absolutely. It's actually uh, being constructed, but I'm available on Instagram at Justice Philly and by email at justicephilly at gmail dot com. And uh. I do have a, uh, a staff that will get back to you very quickly, and we can make it happen. Ship, mm-hmm. not a problem. And, and and we do have an international office, uh, audience, but primarily uh, most of our audience is based in North America and, and UK and Mexico, but primarily North America. And and you're able to take orders, and people can send you artwork, and you can discuss with them. Not the products are over the not phone. You provide that personal consultation, hand holding every step throughout the way, and you deliver at, when it's all said and done. You deliver a, a superb quality product, and I think that's uh, that's why we have you on board here. We would expect you nothing do. less. I, that's why. I've that's actually why you... been, uh, been shipping to Coventry um, mm-hmm. a lot lately. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Coventry in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking he said Coventry. That is the UK, right? He's talking about the UK. <laughs> yeah, I am. I was trying to think if there's anywhere any any other Coventries in the world. Have you got one in the US? So no, there's a lot of places in the US that are the same as the UK, like Cheltenham, Gloucester. Um, those places exist in the US as well. I'm like, oh, Bristol. Um, so yeah, Coventry. Cool. Good to know. Good to know. Oh, That's terrific. Yeah. Well, we're ready to, um, about ready to wrap up our program for today, our Monday show. We'll be back uh, live Wednesday at uh, 8 p.m. in the U.K., 3 p.m. Did I say that right? No, 8 p.m. in the U.K., 5 p.m. in the East Coast. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, whatever time it is in your corner of the world, because we do stretch around the world, uh, we look forward to getting you on board on our next live show Wednesday. But we know that most of our audience does uh, download the podcast, which is fine. But if you want to join us, you're able to do so when we're live at 515-605-9888. Justice, we want to thank you very much for joining our program today. We're going to get your information and put it on our website and our podcast website and encourage people, if they want to get custom-printed clothes of any kind, this is the guy you need to talk to. At least as you're searching the market, seeing what's out there, you got to call Justice here in Philadelphia, and uh, and you can, you know, believe me, you're going to be very, very well taken care of, and I believe your expectations are going to be exceeded, and I mean that sincerely. So, that being said, oh, yeah. we're getting ready to sign off here again. Justice, thank you so much for joining the program, and we'll definitely keep in touch and look forward to having you back on board again soon. Yeah, All right, thanks again. It was a pleasure. A pleasure. All the best, man. Oh, Take care now. Bless you, darling. All right. Uh, All right. Oh, he's, he's lovely. He's so lovely. Absolutely. And uh, Amanda, why don't you, uh, I guess we're ready to go out here. Why don't you take us home? We'll see everybody Wednesday and uh, have a great rest of the day and a great um, evening and a great Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the live show. And we'll look forward to, uh, to uh, talking to you again soon. Amanda, get us out of here. Bye. Bye.
Yes, my darling, of course. So on behalf of Andy Kimball, my wonderful co-host from California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love here in the UK, <laughs> and uh, thank you to Justice for joining us. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, Tetris by Business, just to check the mic, guys, it's amazing. Thank you so much, especially to you guys for listening and supporting us. We love you so much. We appreciate you truly. The of our hearts. Have a great week. Join us on Wednesday. Not fun. We'll speak to you then. Take care. Take care, folks. Bye-bye now. Bye.